Cathedral at the premiere of Miss Americana. You can hear dozens of fans of Taylor Swift outside singing song after song of the, at the Eccles Center there. Taylor Swift, of course, a global icon, repeatedly topping the charts, filling stadium tours, and in this documentary, opening up about her vulnerabilities, her self-doubts, and shows us her incredible ability and imagination to write songs. In the studio with us is the director of Miss Americana, Lana Wilson. Good morning to you. Good morning. So how did you get Taylor to make this documentary? I mean, she has this icon status, um, a very private person, and she really kind of keeps to herself when she can. Yeah. She was doing a tour concert film for Netflix, and I think the possibility came up when they were talking about doing a more personal film. Uh, And so I went to meet Taylor in person, and she was just coming out of this period in her life when she'd gone out of the public eye for about a year. When I met her, she'd not done an interview in three years, and she was just starting to think about coming back into the public eye, but she wanted to try to live in a new way. All right. So the doc is said to have captured uh, Taylor at a watershed moment in her career. Had that moment happened before you began documenting, or do you think it occurred during the process of the filming? I think it occurred during the process. I mean, what I witnessed was someone who was going from being the person who everyone wanted her to be to being the person who she wanted to be. And that culminated in a profound and multi-layered decision to make a political endorsement for the first time. Right. Um, And as she put it, um, taking the masking tape off of her mouth, hopefully for forever, which Mm -hmm. was, yeah, um, she has and she admits over and over, she is the person she is so eager to please. Mm -hmm. Did you find that that was the case with you as well? Yeah, I mean, well, well, not with me. I found that I immediately connected to that. I immediately connected to as an artist and I think as a woman wanting people to like me and approve of me and feeling like people liking me was extremely important. So I really connected to that idea and to the idea of trying to be a good girl who doesn't offend anyone or make things hard for anyone. So I think when we got to know each other and she could see how much I was relating to her, that's what allowed her to trust me and to open up with me. So when you embarked on this project together, what was the agreement or what was the hope or what was the focus as you as you started? And and also, how many how many months were you were you focused? Mm -hmm. I started filming in mid 2018. And the cool thing was that when we first met, you know, she told me she really did not want to do a conventional pop star documentary. She wanted to make something raw and genuine and honest. And she really wanted me to bring my perspective as a director to it, which was a gift because it meant that I had total freedom to find the story that I wanted to tell. So the process was really filming, getting to know her, seeing what was going on. And the story that jumped out to me was the story of this woman deciding to use the power of her voice in a whole new way. And it was also a story that I thought millions of people, and especially women and girls, would connect to. So I had a lot of um, artistic freedom. So there were no professional boundaries or anything? No, there was there was never a moment where Taylor said, I don't want to go there. That never happened. And as you see in the film, she's putting herself out there and sharing herself, I would say, more than she's ever shared herself before. So it was really brave of her to do. And I think it's amazing to see how much comfort and inspiration it's, it's bringing to audiences to get to see that. Oh, and I, I think you did a, a great job just showing her vulnerability, and, and that comes out um, in, the, in the film with her, her eating disorder. Now, mm. was that something that you pushed her on, or did that just, just kind of 
flow naturally out of that her just came out of her mm-hmm. yeah i think that you know when she came back into the public eye with this new perspective on thing on things she was starting to notice all this stuff she hadn't quite thought about or addressed in the past and i think that's an extraordinary scene because she's thinking out loud and i think when you hear her thinking out loud you recognize the voice you hear in your own head especially if you're a woman that don't look at the picture that way. Don't look at yourself in the mirror that way. Nope, nope, stop it. Change the channel in your brain. We've got to move on. Like, I recognize that self-talk. And that's what was so striking to me about her candor in that moment. I wish I would have been 30 years old, though, and realized mm-hmm. that. I mean, I think I, she, I thought she was pretty young to have that self-realization about that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. She's extraordinarily self-aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she... Um, is such a uh, an amazing young performer, and I love that there were lots of those shots. Whether it was her new idea for the music video, or just how she can like create a song on the whim. Was it really that fast? Is she just that? creative and inventive and I ju- it was crazy. Yeah. Well, she's been writing songs since she was 12 years old. Uh-huh. And so she is she's just a master, a master of the craft. And yeah, I loved watching how she's incorporated all these techniques into her daily life so that she can write songs like that, it's starting with the melody, starting with a single lyric. She's so focused and in the zone in the studio. It's a treat to witness, but I think it comes with having done this for so long. And she does it on her phone, really? All yeah. of the lyrics are like typed up with her two little Yeah. Okay, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, no one had ever filmed with her in the studio before. Yeah. So that was a big deal, um, and some of my favorite stuff that we filmed. So you know, she was a little nervous about it because you know, who knows if the, having someone in the studio would interfere with the creative process. So the first day, I went in alone with the camera and just kind of planted. And then the second day, I brought in a sound recordist, and the next day, a director of photography. So we tried to stay very small the whole kind time. Kind of eased into it. Yep. Uh, talk about the the premiere and and how that was not only for you but for her. Yeah. I think that's a a new a new stage for her to to step on. Yeah. It was, and I think you forget, you know, she she plays stadiums full of 80,000 people all the time. With everything scripted. Yeah, but this this is so different, and this is so, you know, for her to sit in the theater and watch this movie that is so personal, I mean, I, I can't speak for her, but I, you know, she did have an incredible experience. I had an incredible experience. To walk out to that standing ovation was so moving, and... Um, it was a mix of fans, but also it was a lot of people who don't know her work very well. I mean, we're here at Sundance. It's a film industry event. And so I was most amazed by all the people who came up to me after the film saying, I knew nothing about her. And I was astonished. And also by the fact that, you know, men really liked it and they would tell me how much they liked it and what they loved. But women would come up to me and say, that is my story over and over. That's what I heard. And so it was an extraordinary response and I'm really grateful. Can oh I was going to say could you also talk about how the how the Q&A was set up for that premiere? Yeah. Well, we didn't really have a plan. As you can maybe see, the microphone broke immediately, and we're kind of like, what do we do? But um, it was the director of Sundance, Kim Yutani, who was moderating the Q&A, and you know, we hadn't discussed anything in advance, and I think that Taylor and I ended up just talking, you know, the way we usually do, just talking about what this process meant to both of us. Um, and she said some really powerful things, both about the scene where she confronts her father in the film about the political endorsement and about the filming process. The thing that stayed with me the most was when she said that 
she felt when I filmed her, like I was never leaning in with a hunger during the uncomfortable moments, like looking for a gotcha moment that would be good for the movie. And that really stayed with me because I think that has been her experience with cameras and press for much of her career. So that was great to hear. Yeah, we got just a few seconds here left, but um, the film comes out on Netflix this week, yeah? Yes, Friday, the so 31st. If people don't feel like they, they kind of missed out, it's like just hang on and, and you can watch it for yourself. Yep. So you went into it then again with Netflix saying that they that that's a great way to do a film, huh? It's amazing <laughs> to know that your film will reach millions and millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you working on next then? I'm working on a fiction film and a new documentary about storefront psychics in New York. So very different. Wow. (laughs) Well, we'll see you back here probably. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lana. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Again, Lana Wilson is the director of the documentary premiere, Miss Americana. You're listening to the local news. I should say the Sundance Reel here on KPCW. <laughs> and Katie, just wanted to thank you for your time, and, and we'll see you around town. My favorite part of Sundance every year. Thanks, Leslie. Okay. Tune in and find out about some of the unknown and talented independent filmmakers from around the world. Join us for the Sundance Reel each weekday morning between 9 and 10. We'll highlight some of the most intriguing films being presented at this year's Sundance Film Festival. That's the Sundance Reel weekday mornings from 9 to 10 through January 31st, right here on KPCW or online, kpcw.org. The Sundance Reel is brought to you in part by Sundance Institute, presenting the 2020 Sundance Film Festival from January 23rd through February 2nd. And Acura, proud 10-year sponsor of the festival and supporter of independent film and music. Learn more at Acura.com.